This is the Zen Nova Scotia podcast with talks by Cone Friends. If you would like to support and be part of our community, you can start by visiting zennovascotia.com. Tonight I want to talk about sex, but not really. When we talk about sex, well, uh, Shunju Suzuki famously said that as soon as you say the word sex, that everything is sex. But there's another side of it, which is that when we talk about sex, it's not really about sex, it's about something else which is often the problem with sex. The precept around sex and sexuality is the precept of not misusing sex. That's really interesting wording. To misuse. It calls into question immediately what we use it for. When we engage in a sexual relationship, or even in terms of our own relationship to our own sexuality, or, because it's 2017, I would say gender, are we Are we using it for something? This precept implies that the answer is yes. So we have to look at that. This precept originally was understood in terms of of, uh, do's and don'ts. Very straightforward. If you're a monk or a nun... It meant you did not have sexual relationships. I read an article recently by a nun in South Asia who said that one of the joys of being ordained was that she no longer had a gender. It's a remarkable way to think about taking yourself out of certain kinds of relationships. I had never thought about it that way. And then for lay people, it meant not to violate social norms around sex. Most cultures, what it has meant is that sex belongs in marriage. And, if we're being honest, with prostitutes. Because that's never really been considered a violation of marriage vows so much as a transaction that men sometimes take part in. This is the slippery side of not spelling it all out. But what we're actually given, rather than a specific rule about when or how or with whom, we can engage our sexuality. We're told not to misuse it.
I'm fond of talking about this notion of mushotoku, of doing things not for gain. This is really central. Sazen is a wonderful place for us to explore the idea of non-gaining mind, because, of course, we come to Zazen with a gaining mind. We want something from it. We have an idea. And in this way, we're using it. It's a means to an end. What's so great about Zazen is that it fails ultimately at being the means to that end. And so if you sit long enough, and if you hold to that desire long enough, if you stay close to that intention long enough, you'll come to see it fall apart. And you'll have that moment of sitting and thinking, why am I doing this? That's a gift. Because if you just stay and you take one more breath, now you're doing zazen without asking something in return. Now you're just present. Now you can actually offer yourself up. Because Zazen isn't giving anything back. It's, it might make you calm one day, but it's not making you calm all the time. It might feel like a seat of wisdom one day, but it won't feel like that all the time. It might bring a kind of clarity one day, but it won't feel like that all the time. So you can release your grasp on it. And you can let it be what it is. Sex is harder. You can go into it wanting one thing, and maybe maybe that's exactly what you get. You can weave a story around what sex means in your life. Perhaps it's a way to verify something. Perhaps... It's a way to affirm another person or to be affirmed. Perhaps it's a kind of glue. Maybe it's a way of feeling safe. Maybe it's a way of feeling in control. Maybe it's a way of feeling out of control. You can have a story about it and Sometimes you can make that story work. But what's suggested in this precept is that there's another way. That there's a way to engage with that aspect of your life without asking something in return. that there's a way of offering yourself up. 
there's a way of being present. that is outside of any thought or hope of gain. I like this this precept or the challenge of this precept in part because I love this idea of non-gaining mind so much. And, And I think this one applying non-gaining mind in this particular context, it, it creates a different challenge. It's one thing for us to sit and face the wall and let go of something that we want. But it's quite another to be so close to another human being and let go of what we think we want or what we think we need. What we think that person can give us or what we think this relationship means about us or what this encounter says about who we are or where we are in our lives or what we're worth or what is stable. what is safe. That's your sex talk. I'll stop there. For more information about Zen, our practice, and how you can support and take part in our community, please visit zennovascotia.com.